Thank you for joining us this Tuesday on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. And the title of our message is entitled, The Heroes Hall of Fame. It's found in the book of Hebrews, chapter 11. And we're going to go through some of those, beginning with verse 1 through verse 31. Shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, and we thank you for your love and for your mercy, and we thank you for your protection and for your provision. Lord, we ask you be with today's broadcast, that you give me the words and the wisdom to speak your your will and what you'd have us to hear today. We ask, Lord, that you'll continue to be with each and every one that's listening. We ask a blessing upon them. We thank you for all those that do listen, and we thank you for those that will listen in the future. Lord, because it's not me, it's you. And we thank you for giving me this opportunity in this podcast to share the word of God today. Amen. Amen. So let's look at this. Now, by faith, being sure of what is hoped for and certain of what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. And when we look at these different people we're going to talk about today, we can see why they were being commended. First, we'll look at the first one found in verse 3. It talks about God. It says, by faith we understood the universe was formed by God's command, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. So God spoke it into existence. He created it. He made something that we could physically see out of nothing. Verse 4 says, by faith Abel offered God a better sacrifice than Cain. By faith he was commended as a righteous man, when God spoke well of his offering. And by faith, he still speaks even though he is dead. And I thought about that and I said, it's interesting they put that in there. But here we are many, many thousands of years later and Cain's offering to God, showing he gave his first fruits, is still speaking to us today out of the word. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life, so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. Before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. And that's the thing. He asked us to believe. By faith, in verse 7, by faith Noah, when warned of these things not yet seen. He had never seen rain before, let alone see rain that's going to be as higher than the mountains. Can you imagine God telling him it was going to rain? But Noah went ahead and built the ark. He had a holy fear. He built the ark. God gave him the measurements. God provided all he needed. By faith, he he condemned the world. Became heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. His family was found faithful. So they were the survivors. They were the ones to carry on. By faith, Abraham. When When Abraham went to a place... He would later receive his inheritance. And he went, and even though he did not know where he was going, 
By faith, he made his home in the promised land, like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with the foundations, whose architect and builder is God. He had that hope he was going to meet God one day. God called him. He called him to pack up everything and to move. God calls us many, many times in our life, sometimes to pack up and to move. We're called to do something, to accomplish something in the Lord's name. And then the Lord, when he's finished, he may move us on. I think of my family when the Lord called us to the mission field and we sold everything, everything we had, our car, our furniture, our possessions, those knickknacks and things, we sold everything just about. And we went to another land. But the Lord has continued to provide for us. And he's never left us or forsake us. But by faith, we did that. We might not have known here it would be five years later and we're still on the mission field. And God still provides. God's still looking out for us. God is still working in ways that we have yet to see. But God has everything under control. That's that faith. By faith, Abraham, even though he was past the age, and Sarah herself was barren, could not have children, was enabled, enabled Abraham to become a father. And so from one man, he is good as dead, old. Descendants are numerous from him. He would be numerous as the sand on the seashore or the stars in the sky. I often look up at the skies and try to count sometimes. And after a while, you give up because you lose track of where you were. I think of the sand when you pick up a handful of sand on the beach and you look at it and you say, you wonder how many grains of sand were there. But God was given an example of the descendants of Abraham. By faith, Abraham, when tested, offered Isaac as a sacrifice. He who received the promises was about to sacrifice his one and only son. Even though God said to him, it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. Abraham reasoned that God could raise the dead. In figurative speaking, he did receive Isaac back from the dead. God provided a sacrifice, but Abraham well, it was a test. And by faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of Joseph's sons and worshipped as he leaned on top of his staff. And by faith, Joseph, when his end was near, spoke about the exodus of the Israelites from Egypt, and he gave instructions about his bones. By faith, Moses, his parents, hid him three months after he was born or hid him for three months because he was no ordinary child and they were afraid the king would, would uh, kill him. By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of the Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than enjoy the pleasures of sin for a short time. He regarded 
disgrace for the sake of Christ as a greater value than all the treasures of Egypt because he was looking ahead for his reward. By faith he left Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He persevered because he saw him who was invisible. He knew who God was. By faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood so that the destroyer of the firstborn would not touch the firstborn of Israel. By faith the people passed through the Red Sea on dry land. When the Egyptians tried to do so, they drowned. I can imagine what that was like when the seas parted and the people walked across dry land. And once they got to the other side, you could see the Egyptians coming. And as they started across the, the Red Sea, the seas engulfed them and destroyed all of the Egyptian army. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell after the people marched around them for seven days. It took great faith. I wonder, it doesn't say as per se, but I wondered how many complained. If the Lord told us to do something like that today, would we complain? Would we have excuses? You think of Moses. I think of Noah, the other examples of great faith. Would we have complained? Would we have doubted? I think of Abraham in his old age when God told him he would have descendants like that on the, on the seashore, the sand. He, should, he could have just laughed. It says, by faith, the prostitute Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed with those who were disobedient. God had a plan. I think of uh, the story where uh, women received back from their dead those that had died, they rose again. Others were tortured and refused to be released so that they might gain better resurrection, their testimony. Some faced jeers or flogging, while others were chained and put in prison. There were others that were stoned, like Stephen. There were others that were sawed in two. They were put to death by the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins. They were destitute, persecuted and mistreated. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in the deserts and the mountains and in caves and holes in the ground. They were all commended for their faith. Yet none of them received what had been promised. God had planned something better for us so that only together with us would they be made perfect. And that's the key today. In the New Testament church, we can go directly to God. We can talk to him directly. And you know, we, we have great faith. We can have the faith like these Hall of Famers had. Where is your faith today? These models of faith inspire us to go on believing in Jesus. It gives us the hope. I think of the disciples, even when Jesus ascended into heaven, 
It took great faith to go and wait for the coming of the Holy Spirit. To wait. We don't know the exact time frame. Some have dates, some say, you know, a, a certain period of time. But they waited, and when the Holy Spirit came, and it took great faith to go outside and to speak to the people. But it was only in the power of the Holy Spirit they were able to do that. Where is your faith today? In tough circumstances, what connection do you make between your faith and the certainty of the resurrection? That is our hope. There's a song, the, the words say, there, uh, my, my hope is built on Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the greatest, the sweetest frame, but I wholly lean on Jesus' name. And that's the key today, that we lean on Christ. We have that hope. We have the hope when Christ died for our sins and went into the grave. And then he was resurrected on the third day and he ascended into heaven. He gave us the hope of eternity. But it takes great faith and believing. What unseen certainties have guided you in making changes, in having faith? Have you been through the waters? Have you been through the valleys? Are you going through something now? Is your faith being tested? Just like Abraham and Isaac, or many of these, they stepped out in great faith, and God never left them or forsook them. Shall we pray? Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, and we thank you for this Hall of Fame that is there. There are many, many others in the Hall of Fame that we did not mention, like Samuel and David and Gideon, Morak and Samson, who through faith conquered kingdoms. They administered justice. They gained what was promised. They shut the mouths of lions. They quenched the fury of flames. They escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned into their strength who became powerful in battle. And they were able to overcome great obstacles. Lord, that's what you call us to do today. You call us to have confidence, to have great expectation. Lord, each one of us have faith, the faith of a mustard seed. And Lord, whether we let that mustard seed be planted in good ground and will grow into a big, tree. I think of the story, the parable of the mustard seed, and there's a picture shows the tree, the seed very small in the palm of the hand, and then you see this tree with birds and nests in the tree. How big it grows, how tall it grows. Oh, I, I can't remember how high it grows, but it's one of the largest trees. But the parable is so true. Lord, our faith may be small today, but you can give us great and mighty faith. Lord, if we're going through something today, a situation, and we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, we don't know what's going to happen the next hour, but we have faith in you, Lord. We trust you, and we seek this faith 
to help us do whatever it may be. Whatever obstacles are in our way, we have great faith, Lord, that you can move in. Whatever situation we're facing, Lord, the scripture tells us we face things for a time and for a season. But Lord, it's all in your timing. Lord, help us to have great faith today. And Lord, if we're not sure what direction you're leading us, sometimes we need to step out in faith. Are we going to make mistakes? Sure. But Lord, standing still is not going to, to be solve the issue. Lord, we pray for those that are going through situations. We look at the world situation, whether it be financial, spiritual, or health situation. Lord, nothing is impossible for you. We ask for your blessing upon these individuals. Lord, we thank you for all those that listen. We ask, Lord, that you bless them, that you give them good health. Whatever situation they may be facing, Lord, we know that you will see them through it. Lord, we've seen many miracles in our, my life, in lives of other people, of life, life turned 360 degrees. But it takes great faith. And it all begins with a personal relationship with you. So, Lord, if there's someone that doesn't know you as their personal Savior today, we pray somehow, some way, that they will come to know you as their personal Savior. May we have a word of encouragement or someone have a word of encouragement that we can share, that we can come alongside of them and we can walk with them. We ask, Lord, that you'll uh, bring restoration power for those that may have stepped away from you for one reason or another. Lord, we live in this world that is so turned upside down with the coronavirus, with all these uh, rumors of war and upheavals in countries and uncertainties. But Lord, you still are on the throne and you're still in control. Lord, we might not understand all the whys or the what fors, but we know, Lord, that you are in control. And Lord, help us to keep our focus upon you. I think of these writers in the Hall of Fame, or these individuals, the writer of the Hebrews mentions in Hebrews 11. They were mentioned on purpose because they were, they had great faith in you. Even though they did not see the outcome, they still had great faith. And Lord, what a day it's going to be when we get to see you and we get to meet these Hall of Famers. Because Lord, we too will be counted among them. So we ask a special blessing upon each and every one that's listening. And we ask, Lord, that you'll uh, keep your hand of mercy and protection upon us. Amen. Amen. And thank you for joining us on this Tuesday on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. And we want to ask you to join us on Wednesday for a message of encouragement and hope found in the Word of God. God bless and have a good day.